Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is for adults 18 years of age and older. So if you are under the age of 18 years of age, please get your ass away from the speaker. This ain't meant for you. Everyone else, let's go. Welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. Did he say live? I always say all the way live from the JM Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma, where we are in the midst of some of the funkiest ass weather I have ever seen in all of my days. One day is hot, the next day is cold. We have hit 92 degrees in this some bitch in the month of March. And it's probably been not above, if not, if hitting 60 and below is good enough to say, I'll say it, give give or take. Between the rain and just the the gloominess with the sun not being out and we get deep, dark clouds and not a goddamn drop of rain, then we'll go through a whole day of like fucking flood and shit. It's been fucking crazy. No tornadoes on our end, thank goodness. I'm, uh... Not sure about the full scale of the rest of the state. Anybody that has been affected by tornadoes, we do hope you guys are doing okay and safe. For those of the lost family members, we do hope they rest in peace. Um, there's uh, a little bit of an... I'm, I'm not going to call this in an announcement, okay? Because the big announcement hasn't been set in stone just yet. But I wanted to give you guys... A little update of what's been going on um, with the Joe Moffat show. Uh, here recently, I, I've been in contact um, with a very, very nice and kind gentleman by the name of Michael Buchanan. He and I are currently in the process of um, working out some some things as far as um, um, me expanding on the show. And... Um, I kind of feel that with these, uh, with this opportunity that's going to be put towards us, it's not only going to give you guys a better product, it's going to give me an opportunity to to learn more, uh, not only about podcasting, but also just, you know, doing an actual show in general, um, which anything that'll help me grow. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Once again, I've always said and I always know, don't think I've stepped away from the path of, you know, this is to get me on stage. And we are all of that's going to be coming into the perspective of the plan. But I just wanted to give you guys a little update and let you know um, that there will be some transitions that we'll be making onto the show. Um, before And before I go into that, thank you, everyone that listened to the last two week shows. I know we've had a problem with the RSS feed being down on all of our uh, podcast providers other than um, our, of course, our host, um, and which means we've been basically exclusively on SoundCloud. And even though uh, poor Pixie, she been going uh, at Hippie Pixie on Twitter, um, you, you know, she she's my, my producer and a damn good friend. Um, she has been going nonstop helping me with promotions and pushing everything like there's nobody's business. And, of course, every time she's there, the homie at uh, Grumpy Penguin 89 is there. Shout out to Luis. What's going on, Bubba? Um, 
And then, of course, everybody else that's, you know, always involved every week. I, I, I can't go without mentioning the, the tons of names uh, of people, um, both uh, listeners, which, of course, one of my biggest and best listeners I've been having lately is uh, Mrs. Moffitt. Hi, wifey. She, you know, she's been trying to check me out for a little while. She was a little nervous listening to it because, you know, to listen to her husband regularly talk shit on a regular basis, you know, she's kind of usually in the vicinity of hearing this fuckery as it's commenced. But, you know, to hear it still uh, as to hear me on that sound, hear me on the other side of the mic is, you know, kind of kind of cool. You know, it it it, it, it kind of makes things feel all warm and toasty inside. You can't go to work with warm and toasty all the goddamn time. So what the fuck? Uh, yeah. But nonetheless, like I said before, all the tons of people that help. Just with promotions of the show alone, Just In Time Podcast, Pinky and Deshaun Duran. Um, we about to go down and listen, nigga, so just get ready. Kelly Sheldon, um, let's see here. Talk It Out Podcast, um, uh, underscore, uh, at underscore to Kenya, um, at me so corny. Of course, my dudes over at the Afro Daily. Shout out, fams. Um, also, we have um, the com- at the Comcast. That's <laughs> I didn't come. <laughs> you motherfuckers is crazy over there with that shit. Um, of course, uh, Mockers Podcast. We're also going to take a look at some of these other people that have showed. So, no, look at me. See, I'm on Twitter. Just gave myself a free play because I don't know no fucking better. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. A nice little list. Uh, Uncle Scaremaron, I think. Uh, at Secrets Trans Ponds. At Behind at behind the Rent. At Nerdtastic for Pot. At J360 Productions. At M Retail Slave. At The Drunken Dork. At Morning Neurosis. At Quadfather MFT. At JNT Podcast, which is Just Time Podcast as well. Um, at Be Better Guys Pod. Um, Let's see here. Uh, at underscore bum wine at fickle fanboy RPM at at Anthony says at Pittsburgh nerd pod at friends to I'm sorry at friends pod. Um, also, we've had a bunch of new followers that have come on on Twitter. Just to give you guys a few shout outs of some names um, at sass underscore catch underscore M, uh, which is E-M, not the letter M. Um, at Josephine Cruz five adventurous at TMG underscore podcast. Um, I'm trying to find out the names of many people that actually real. If I pass your name, you know you just followed me and say, hey, motherfucker, I'm real. Just hit me up now. Say, you know, hey, motherfucker, I'm sorry. Shit, you real. God damn it. Um, at hey underscore case, K-A-C-E, which supposed to, you know, it's Casey, but, you know, she Kylie had to get that screen name and she had to drop the Y, motherfucker. Don't be picky. Goddamn shit. Niggas got to do things. Fuck. Um, at Podcast Pinkies, which I'm going to go ahead and follow while I'm doing the recording. That's some live shout out shit right there, my nigga. Um, at The Real Best Damn, at Uncanny Comics, at Baca Podcast, at BS3 Sports, uh, at Timeout Entertainment, C-O, Co. Uh, mix key, uh, at mix kill media, uh, at Southern Mocha, at Decoration Band. Uh, whoa, I don't even know what the fuck that is. At Madison Triple X Lee. Yes, I just went there and she seems nice. So hi. Um, at Self Made Club and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. For all the people that shows me all the love every week, we are doing this format change and updating the things 
to, to give you more options for the show. I want to hear more from my fans and have you guys tell me what you would like to hear about, the stories you want me to talk about, things that are important to you. Um, I've been noticing on the news and on everything so much lately, everybody is on Trump. Everything is fucking Trump. You can't begin to end or to go wake up or go lay down without hearing this motherfucker's name. So I've been really trying my hardest to focus on stories that don't really deal with him as a person directly more or less we have to deal with it as far as the laws that he's completely and totally fucking up in this country i mean i i have never seen nobody do such a magnificent job of being a fuck up this shit if he gets impeached he should definitely get a plaque for being a fuck up if nothing else while he's getting out we should also get him a plaque i got five dollars as i put five dollars on everything nigga i got five on it um, on his plaque, anybody want to put five on the plaque, we can probably maybe set up a GoFundMe account or some shit. Um, they'll probably throw my dumb ass out because think I'm crazy, you know. Uh, but nonetheless, we'll just we'll figure some shit out. Goddamn it, we don't. We got plenty of times right now where we can tell this dumb motherfucker ain't going nowhere. But like I was saying, I I, I, I try to push away from that fuckery because it's just a dose of shit that you really don't want to deal with on a regular basis. Especially, and I say especially, with Empire back on. Yes, I said it with Empire back on. This is week two, numero dos, of another great Empire recap show. Uh, well, re Empire segment, if you will. Not really a show. I'm not focusing this whole show on Empire. I want to give you guys a little fun um, because I'm warning you now. After the Empire segment, shit's about to get real. Um, but... I don't. I, I, we're gonna get there. Uh, as I say, this is a marathon, not a sprint. So as we move on, Empire, boy, 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 they started out the show with Cookie butt naked in the shower, and uh, you know, if you're trying to keep my attention, goddamn it, you're doing a good job. Okay, you know it. it, it I, I tell you, the the producer of the show, Lee Daniels, he really catches me off guard. You know, I, I and I only say that because. You know, he's a homosexual. Everyone knows this. It's not not non-common knowledge. You understand what I'm saying? However, he has a great eye for what dudes want to see when it comes to chicks. I just, you know, I, I think that is a very rare and special talent, and I appreciate all the hard work that he is putting in um, by putting the lovely Taraji B. Henson asshole naked on the front of TV. Now, we didn't get, I mean, it was blurred out, but, you know, nigga, I'm the king of blurred out porn, motherfucker. I watched blurred out porn almost the first 12 fucking years of my life. Well, three of the first 12 years uh, of my life. You know, after that, I, you know, kind of uh, found some stuff. But anywho, I was kind of an early blooming kid. I kind of grew up real big and fashion. I was like, I was buying alcohol in the store at like 16 and shit. I would go to the bus stop with a drink, <laughs> you know, so I'd go do, go to school and put up with the bullshit from time to time. You know what I'm saying? Have a drink, have a cigarette, then go to class. That was me. What the fuck? <laughs> shit, guilty as charged. Never go to, I went to school high one time. That shit was frightening. The first time I ever did that shit was the last time I ever did that shit until I did that shit when I got in college. Nonetheless, <laughs> nigga had a bit of a tolerance then. Um, but, yeah, as far as, you know, keeping attention, that is definitely a talent that Mr. Daniels possesses, particularly when it comes to keeping my attention to show me 
as a father, how not to be a waste of space piece of shit. Because Paul Jamal can't catch a break anytime Lucius is any fucking way around. I recall in the first season. Okay. Now, fuck that. This nigga took a bullet for his ass. And he's still acting a goddamn fool. He's still acting a fucking fool. He's still fucking with Jamal for no goddamn reason because he wants Jamal to do everything exactly his way. The problem with everything exactly his way is that your way ain't really work unless you had cookie with you, bitch. I don't know why this is not focused. Ain't that, you know, they need to kind of mold this shit a little bit in the script. I know it brings the tension and the drama and everything, but after a while it's going to become bullshit. Okay. And when eventually, even though we understand it's fake, we know it's not real on the same breath and light. We, we want our bull. We want our, Fake shit to not be bullshit or it's not going to keep us interested. You know what I'm saying? And I lose, goddamn, nigga, I lose, like, I lose interest with bullshit quick. It don't take much. Nigga, I look. This is me five minutes into Trump's inauguration. That's how this shit went. I am not bullshitting you. You know what I'm saying? Five minutes in, nigga, my ass was out cold. You know? But, goddamn, man. This, I understand. When a, when a motherfucker take a bullet for your ass, I, I'm going to tell you, let me tell you why I'm saying this nigga took a bullet for his dad. One time, my old man got in a fight. If you hear this, Dad, I love you. Don't get mad. Now it's time, your turn, to get cracked on. Dun, 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 dun. You didn't think I was going to forget about you for two weeks ago, my nigga. Come on, man. You know I can't one let one go without the other. Come on, my dude. I love you too much for that, Pops. Shout out to my father, Joseph Moffat III, and all his glove, gloriousnessness, dying in h time, which the rest of the fam, shout out to them as well. You know, Lil Ray, what's happening, folk? Um... Uh, which is my grandmother's birthday, and I got to make sure to call her and tell her happy birthday, grandmother. Play this for her if y'all listen to this, or y'all, as soon as you hear this pop, play this for grandmother. Grandmother, I love you. I am going to call you after I get out of the studio and let you know, but I wanted to let everybody know that my grandmother, it's her birthday today. She's a lovely, wonderful woman. She was a school teacher for over 30, 40 years in Calcasieu Parish in Louisiana, and the day is her birthday, and I love her, love her, love her, love her, and just want to tell you happy birthday, grandmother. All right, so anywho, so taking the bullet. So, yeah, Jamal takes the bullet for his dad, right? Well, my dad, when I was young, I think I was like 16 or 17, he gets in a fight in my, in my grandmother's house of all places. Um, I'm not really sure of the details, but the last instance of drinking I was part of where this conversation came up was um, – the, there was a request of a threesome. Now, I don't know how real this is. I'm not going to bring up all the parties involved in the event, but this shit is real. And so, but it was a conversation in reference of a threesome. And somehow the threesome got flipped to instead of a threesome, it was, uh, no, instead of a threesome, it was a swap. Well, that pissed my dad off, I guess. I, I Like I said, I'm hearing this. I don't, I, this is what I was told during a drink. So what the fuck? Um, don't tell me silly shit if you don't want to talk about it on the mic. Um, so we're, <laughs> next thing you know, we hear this huge just 
boom, and, and my dad and this dude, they're going at it non-fucking-stop. It's absolutely nuts, right? Fucking crazy. They go out in the front yard. They're both on the ground. These two old, I mean, these niggas is both in their 40s. They're making complete and total asses out of themselves. I'm seeing this occurrence take place, and all I can think to myself is, Lord, this is just some of the most embarrassing shit I've ever seen in my life. And what does my father come to me to do? While he will not really come to me, both of these niggas were struggling to get both of their old asses onto each other and off the ground to get some kind of advantage in this fucking fight. And my dad blurts out, Brian, get your ass in here and, 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 and take a lick. I'm like, man, fuck you. I'm not this nigga. <laughs> Look, if one old nigga fighting another old nigga, I'm not going to get involved with them niggas, okay? Because one of them old ass niggas got a knife, and I would be the one end up getting cut. Fuck you. Sorry. I might be wrong for that, but I don't give a damn, you know? I'm just you know, keeping 100, you know. What the fuck? The show's a keep it 100. There it is, you know. So, you know, the, the level of the gratitude should, that fucking Lucius should be showing and showering towards the, towards the mall, towards the mall should match up to the level of fuckery I had to put up with with my dumb ass dad, this nigga was pissed at me because I didn't jump in there and help him out with his scrap. I'm like, nigga, it was you and another old nigga. What the fuck? The only way it would have been a fair fight if I'd have got in it, if I added some of your arthritis into my knee, some of his arthritis from his knees into my other knee, and just to fuck off my back with like a steel chair. Then this shit would have been it. But it's two old niggas on the ground rolling around. What the fuck was I supposed to get into? I was 16. I, knowing my luck, I'd have probably decked both of their asses and walked away. That, you know, old niggas making a fool out of themselves. As once I've mentioned before, bullshit is something I don't tolerate. See, back in them days, I didn't have my format. I didn't have my ways of 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 expressing my, you know, my contentness. I, I'm willing to bet if I had more of a better understanding of expressing, you know, myself and, and, and my words, then maybe, then maybe I wouldn't have had so many problems with depression, so on and so forth. Because, you know, now I get to a point where I don't give a fuck in both states at the same time and I give a goddamn because that's what we do my nigga so yeah you would hope and pray that Lucius is giving some kind of goddamn love to this nigga nope 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 what he doing being a bitch why then you wonder where Andre get it from we gonna get to that in a second my nigga you know that's some bullshit you know what I'm saying that shit Andre doing is fucked up but Lucia's stupid ass. This nigga, Jamal, and 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 a nice little white girl. Her character played by um, the lovely Rumor Willis. Um, seems like a cute kid. So they make this song that's just hot as off the motherfucking chain rocker balls to the wall, crazy. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, you know, real just. Shit, the type of music Empire makes that, you know, makes you buy the album and every goddamn season because it's usually fucking rocking and it's off the hook. And they did it again. And Cookie told this little nigga, he say, she say, Jamal, delete the goddamn tapes. That's all this nigga had to do, delete the goddamn tapes. You can go on, go off in life, go ever do the fuck ever you want to do. Fuck the white girl, fuck the little dude who's just trying to help your ass get in the clinic. Do whatever else she wants to do. This nigga makes terrible decisions, by the way. I'm just going to keep it 100. I'm just, the whole Lion family 
does not make good fucking decisions. I don't know if anybody has else has caught on to this shit. But that whole goddamn family makes terrible decisions. You understand what I'm saying? There's nothing, nothing, nothing about me wanting to go back to a bitch that my old man just got through fucking with. I'm sorry. There's, there's nothing there. I have no context into that situation. Okay? I'm not going to understand that shit. You're not going to get me to fall for the fuckery. No. Okay? It's not going to happen. I got more clues than you had, motherfucker. Okay? It's just not going to happen. I'm So, you know, that whole goddamn family is already entrenched in bad decisions. But now, these motherfuckers not only making bad decisions, now they just hurting each other for spite. Why the fuck this nigga had to go all the goddamn beats with all the motherfuckers he worked with all over? Now he just had to go take this nigga's track and turn it into his, and now he want to wanna, wanna bring the white girl in and, and all this other sneaky shit and everything. And I was like, nigga, we was doing good the way we had it, you know? Now he think that he got to come in here to try to undermine Cookie. All he trying to, you know... <laughs> If they would sit their dumb asses down to make money, they can make money. But you got too many people acting like bitches. You got Lucius being a little bitch. You got Andre being a little bitch. Hakeem to kind of step back from the fuckery a little bit, but I got a feeling he still got a little bitch to he either gonna he either gonna backslide into some bitchery or he gonna step up and 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 and, and be a man and take care of responsibility. I got I have belief in Brashear Gray's character of Hakeem, of Hakeem Malign. I really do. I think Hakeem might be that 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 lone wolf that you may not see coming. You know, he may come out of just sneak right out of the shadows and then boom. It's really truly gonna be all his. Because all them other motherfuckers are gonna end up in and kill themselves to get themselves fucked up. One or two. Okay. You know, Dre on pills, uh shit. You know what? Dre on pills um, Jamal like pills and Lucius and Cookie want to kill themselves. That only leaves one. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Technically, if I was Hakeem, I would just chill with my baby and not do shit and let them niggas just sort it out. Fuck it. Shit. Hell, I'd show up to work at different times than them niggas. I wouldn't want to be there in the same occurrences, you know. If we we can record a track together, but I'm gonna record mine, and then you can come in and record yours. Shit, you know. I'll just be honest with you. I really truly think that Hakeem has a chance to be that character that steps up, and at the end of the show, when the smoke clears, when it's all said and done, he's actually sitting at the throne, you know, sitting on the throne, handling his business. I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to call that shot from here. Unless he backslide. If he backslide, then he going to be just, you know, back in that bitch territory with the rest of them. Uh, Boo Boo Kitty ran off, you know, that crazy bitch. You know, and like I said before, Andre. Andre, you can't. Look, to any bitch nigga out there, I'm going to give you a piece of free advice from a real nigga. So this is free advice coming from a real nigga to a bitch nigga. You ready? Here we go. If you know you doing some bitch ass shit, do not involve other people. There's your moment. There's here's your sign. There you go. You don't bring other niggas when you if you doing something just and you doing something right and you doing something awesome, then you bring other niggas with you. When you doing bitch shit, 
bitch-ass nigga shit, you don't bring niggas with you. You want to know why? Because somewhere in them niggas' heart of heart, they have a little piece of, all your, all your real nigga done died once you done stepped into the realm of bitch nigga. And then this real nigga, you bring a real nigga into some bitch nigga activities, the next thing you know, you didn't just spread your bitch niggerness to somebody else. And that's not cool, you know? Keep your bitch to yourself. Feel me? You know? Right, right? Yeah. Man, it ain't too goddamn hard to decipher, you know? Be your bitch by yourself. Smoke by myself, drink by myself, think of bad thoughts and be a bitch by myself for real. Hey, for real. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Shit, have fun with it. Fuck it. Why not? Shit. Don't, but don't, don't bring other niggas into your bitch, your, your, your fuckery because your bullshit will cause somebody else to get into some bullshit. Next thing you know, everybody in some shit. Don't nobody know what to fucking do, but smell shit because that's what the fuck you in, nigga. And there you have it, our recap from the wonderful episode of Empire This Week. I got a feeling with Neil Long's bad, bad, bad ass. Whew, Jesus. If they, look, man, I'll be trying to hack some shit on my TV if they throw Neil Long in the shower, butt-ass nigga. I, oh, my God. I will fuck nigga. I will be sitting here with a goddamn magnifying glass. I can see it. Wait a minute, bitch. I can see it. Is that a nipple? No, that ain't. That is a nipple. Hi. What the? <laughs> I am not obsessed, nigga. I'm just enthused. God damn it. Hell, now I'm going to leave it at that. And now, the moment of the show that I don't think half y'all ready for. Um, shit's about to get serious. I hope you understand that I'm not trying to piss nobody off. But unfortunately, that's what will end up on happening. You know, last weekend, a battle cry was sent out all over this country. Um, it spread like wildfire, and, and, and it reached levels and, and heights that that were un unimaginable, okay? And the question that still remains within this situation is how are we allowing so many children, so many children, to be caught up in kidnappings and look i ran away from home once okay keep it real i ran away from home once yeah my mom thank goodness never had to call the police to look for me because um my scary ass knew if i actually ran away and there was a search and niggas had to come find me and shit that whenever my mother did find me she was gonna fuck me up Rawly. I never was bold enough to run away and be like, oh, my nigga, no, we, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. No, bitches, you crazy? No, hell no. I, nigga, I knew my mama would fucking kill me. Are you, uh, oh, God. <laughs> I've never had that much audacity. And y'all know, y'all, you know, we've talked about, we, we've had conversations about me and my mom. We, we still love each other, you know, just, 
We've had our moments, you know. She ever listens to the show, maybe we'll work them out. I don't know. Hey. But to put a parent or to put a loved one through a situation of having to deal with the notion of the person that they care about not being accessible when needed or necessary or when it's fucking common, you know, shit. When person's supposed to be at home, they're supposed to be there. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, shit. I, my wife went to St. Louis for, you know, three days uh, with her parents a couple of weeks ago. You know, I, my mind and everything was fine. My dick was mad as hell. He was like, uh, something ain't right here. <laughs> you know, oh, you be real, shit. You know, something wasn't right. Something was off because she wasn't here. And so when a person has to deal with the notion or deal with the idea of having to find a loved one, especially when it comes to a child, man, this ain't nothing to be playing with. But for some reason or another, the goddamn police departments and why, uh, the precincts and the police in Washington, D.C. and surrounding areas have decided not to give a fuck. And I'm just going to call it what the fuck it is. They have decided not to give a fuck. Look, I was going to try to keep my calm on this, but like I said, we about to do a show transition. One thing in one of my transitions is that you guys will notice is that we're going to be changing some. One of our formats we're going to be changing to is I'm going to do what some people call impossible. I call it the Stone Cold Effect. Uh, I'm going to start doing two shows a week. We're going to have a good show where we talk about funny shit and have a good time. Um, uh, well, well, let me rephrase. It's going to be a, a clean show. We're going to do a clean show um, to help build followers and, and get some more more um, listeners and everything and hopefully maybe turn the clean listeners into dirty listeners because we still going to have a fucked up show uh, as always. And y'all know I got to do me, nigga, because I yell, baby, yeah. But as I was saying, these dumbass, sorry-ass, punk, puss-ass, bastard-ass, raggedy, dick and boot ass fucking police don't want to sit in and do their goddamn job. And I've been hearing this from multiple police departments all over the fucking country. I've heard people talk about that the police ain't doing their goddamn jobs. And because they're worried because if they do their goddamn job, that they going to fuck around shooting a random nigga and the next thing you know, they get labeled enemy of the state. A hundred hurts, nigga. When I keep it a hundred, this shit, look, 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 look. I'm not going to keep it 100 and sugarcoated. I don't get to do that. Sorry. That's not a part of the job. And even though I might not be seeing fuck shit, ass, cock, cunt, and piss as much, I'm still going to keep it real. No matter which, no matter which way you listen to it, it's still going to be real. Okay? Promise. But I don't, I, I'm not going to sit here and defend the notion that a police officer should be inclined to not do their damn job because they're worried about what the fuck is going to happen. Nigga, I work in a fucking shop. Y'all know what's up. I call it the shop. And in the midst of the shop, it's not a car shop. It's just a retail shop, but it's more like a shop. We sell you shit. And... In the shop, we have a bunch of crazy motherfuckers that deal with weapons. <laughs> you know, shit. I have seen a motherfucker come into my, to this store that is clearly mentally unstable with an entire box of knives. And when I say an entire box of knives, I don't mean five or six 
fuck you. I mean like 30 fucking seven. <laughs> Telling me a story of why you can't get your driver's license. But yet your ass got a switchblade. It's your right. You're an American citizen. You're your right to have your switchblade, you know. Make sure you carry some common sense with that motherfucker and we'll be fine. All right. All right. But so, look, when I'm at work, I do my job. My fucking feet are sitting here killing me right now as we speak. I do my goddamn job. I bust my ass. I handle my business. I, I, I lift like there's nobody's concern. I, I move shit left and right. You know, y'all know the story of my thumb and my hand. It's all fucked as shit. It's hurting like hell. Still hurting at this goddamn moment. Thank you for asking. Um, and But yet I'm a beast. I, I handle my goddamn business. You know what I'm saying? I earn the right to be sitting here doing my show, talking shit and drinking out of my J.J. White cup, another motherfucking beast, as I partake in a sip of this delicious beverage. now so when i'm on my hustle and i'm on my grind i'm getting my money right i'm here doing my show i can't be sitting here doing a goddamn show hi this is joe moffitt welcome to the joe moffitt show we're gonna talk about some very mean and terrible things that have happened and also some funny stuff you motherfuckers wouldn't take that shit right i fucking wouldn't i turned it off quick fast and in a hurry hell some of my podcast competitors, y'all better keep up because some of y'all docile ass have this moment of sitting here doing this goddamn typewriter shit. Cut that fucking shit out because it's not funny and it's annoying as fuck. Hey, takes a village. Takes a village. So, but yeah, when I'm at work, I'm handling my business. I'm probably, if not the hardest goddamn worker in the store. I, and I can say that. Because I grind all fucking day long, okay? I can say that because other people have said that in the store, right? Right, right? Okay. So, in the midst of me handling my business and busting my ass, I do this to get a paycheck, right? These police officers are getting a paycheck. We as citizens pay they goddamn salaries. So, it is up to you, motherfuckers, to get off your sorry asses. Okay? Get off your sorry asses and do your goddamn job. I had a customer. We had a customer come in a couple of weeks ago. This nigga, I shit you not, he was a former cop. He was giving us all kind of shit because he was wanting to try to get his shit out of... No, somebody stole his shit. And he had just retired from the police force and, like, within a month. And then somebody stole his shit. Right? Okay? In the midst of them stealing his shit, he tell we tell him, you know, the breakdown of the procedures of what we have to do when you have, you know, if you're trying to find some stolen shit with us, well, you know, it's got to go through a process. The process does involve the police. He knows the process. He knows it all too well. And he will sit there and openly admit that the motherfuckers at the police department don't handle the motherfucking process. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not some information that's like life-saving. This might get a nigga back a PlayStation control or a goddamn rake, okay, you know? Goddamn, some people love fucking rakes. There's some rake-loving motherfuckers out here in Oklahoma. Now, so, <laughs> and 
so he's like, he's freaking out because we wouldn't tell him the information or to be able to tell him and say that his shit was there, you know? We could tell him a little bit, you know, ain't nobody been in here with no shit that you looking with today. When did you say it happened yesterday? Well, nigga, it ain't been here. You know what I'm saying? We can say that. But we can't directly go and pull up somebody's name and research if they've been in there and tell this motherfucker where this motherfucker live and that motherfucker from. We ain't doing all that shit. That's illegal, okay? If you do that, you ought to go to hell because it's fucked up. You send a nigga to my house, I'm going to send him back to you in a bag, all right? All right. So, when I, but like I said, when I'm, so, you know, he was wanting us to, to break the ranks of our job, but he, understood, you know, he, he, he threw in the fact that sometimes none of these police officers don't do their job. But I'm sitting there like it's karma is a bitch that you having to sit here and listen to us tell you this spiel, knowing good and hell well that you got to wait just like everybody else to get your shit back. These are the brakes. <laughs> shit. Nigga, these are the brakes. There it is. There ain't nothing else you can do about it. But do your goddamn job. It pisses me off that a goddamn cop ain't sitting here checking a goddamn system and all you got to do is sit at your fat ass at a computer, punch in your goddamn code, hit a goddamn button, and then everything will run down to the shit that's been pawned and then you can compare it to some shit that's been stolen. Probably take your ass 20, 30 minutes tops. Do your fucking job, okay? No, my job ain't that damn hard. I lift goddamn air conditions and, and lawnmowers and all kind of crazy shit all goddamn day long. All I do is lift shit, put stickers on it, and then sell it to motherfuckers. That's my goddamn job. Lift, stick, roll. That's it. Shit. It's not that goddamn difficult. Type up some shit, look it in the system, compare it to this shit, roll on. If your ass know how to use Excel, you can bounce the shit off of it so goddamn fast, you won't even know that the motherfucker was done, and then ding, there it is. Do your goddamn job. So if I'm definitely having to hear something about a damn police department not doing their goddamn job pertaining to some shit that a nigga then took to a fucking pawn shop, I'm certainly concerned about the police officers that's not doing their motherfucking job when going out and finding these goddamn kids. This is going to alarm me. This is going to upset me. This is going to fucking concern me. It should con fucking concern all of us. This is not the time to be sitting here not wanting to do your goddamn job, sir, ma'am, midget, monkey. I don't give a fuck who you are. Dog, if you got a goddamn badge, you better find some goddamn kids. My baby is goddamn missing, and I call your ass, and I come down there and find out your ass went and found my child. Guess what? You might as well put me in jail right now because I'm going to fuck you up and the motherfucker who got my kid. And my kid by, my, by himself, guess who getting fucked up by himself? Ding, 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 ding. You're welcome. I can't say that about my two oldest. The boy is the only one left. <laughs> shit my my oldest she in college she's the only thing she gonna run away from is her she she run away every weekend when she go back to her fucking dorm and i am happy as hell no i'm just kidding <laughs> i love you boo boo i love you mary you big head bastard shit her sister kind of the same effect i can't get this bitch off my couch to save my goddamn life if i could get day day to move three feet nigga it would be an accomplishment this motherfucker was supposed to make brownies that she going to eat half of the goddamn pan by herself and wanted me to make them for a nigga. No. You know? And then there's the boy. Now the boy is in Atlanta with his mom. You know? Hopefully he'll be he'll be here with me this summer, you know? So if he do some silly shit, 
he already know I'm getting fucked up. Ask my son straight up and down, we're going to do what? He said, have fun and do what? Be good. What happened if we don't? We get fucked up. Let's move on. Let's get it. Shit. Hell, he'll be doing a show with me this summer. Trust and believe. On video. I didn't tell y'all that part. Shh. Can't let all the cats out the bag. Hell, that's how I'm going to keep you niggas wanting more, baby. I know what you want more and more. <laughs> but, you know, as I digress, it, it truly saddens me to hear that these these children are not only having to struggle on these streets uh, on their own because a lot of times these situations, sometimes uh, I'm more than willing to bet a lot of these situations are not just a child running away from home, okay? There was a report of a young lady on, uh, on camera that they caught these goddamn dudes grabbing this young lady and trying to kidnap her. We've all heard stories of kidnappings for years and years and years. The one young lady that was sitting there and was kidnapped and, and, and the smart girl and, and stayed in the damn house that was right around her corner, around the corner for like five years, ten years. I forget how many, how long it was, but you get the point. Right here in America. The story about the, the, the guy who had the three girls in the basement all them goddamn years. All their family thought they was dead and shit. Don't sit here and tell me all this, but I know all of this is fucking runaways. Man, shut the fuck up, dude. Granted, I, I, I'll give you 75%. 25% you better have. Look, I'm going to put it to you like this. We, gonna, we set a timetable. Every one of them that say we done ran away and left home, they back home. All the ones that ain't, your motherfucking ass better be going endlessly, day and night, to find them children, because those are the ones that may never fucking return and you better believe if the lord blessed them to return not only will they never be the same but their whole entire world will be devastated from the outside in ladies and gentlemen we have to do what's best for our children we have to make sure and to secure the future for them. If we don't do that for them, they can't do it for themselves. We have to secure that future for them to help them see and build and go and gain and get to a better way. But as long as we're sitting here struggling, as long as we're sitting here trying our hardest to figure out, still figure out our way, them babies gonna be they 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 gonna be alone. Hug your children tonight. Hug them tight. Kiss them on the forehead. Tell them that you love them. Put your head on their shoulder just just to show that 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 little bit shows that you care. You arguing with your babies? Make sure you hug your babies at the end of that argument, and don't let that argument end. Without you saying that you love them and they love you, okay? Let's, if 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 we're gonna call this, if, if, as the police want to call it an epidemic of runaways, well then I'm going to say some words to the runaways. Love your parents, cause they love you. Don't get me wrong, we have some terrible, horrible, disgusting individuals in this planet, and not everyone is gonna be a good person. 
And I'm not going to tell you that every parent is, is good. This is a, man, this is a, a circle that is unbelievable. But if you got a parent, you know, that, that, that won't, that ain't kicking ass, and they provide you for food, with food and clothes, love them. What the fuck? Not that hard. This is the part of the show where I can see where they were saying I need to do a clean and a dirty one. I just made, like, comments to kids that won't get to fucking hear it, you know. This is the shit that we're going to be cleaning up, man. This is the shit we're going to be cleaning up, I promise. Um, and y'all got to excuse me. Um, what I didn't mention earlier was that I got a phone call. A great and wonderful woman um, in my life uh, who I, I hate I, I hadn't talked to in a while. I, I really hadn't talked to her in a few years. Um, and I'm kicking myself now for it because I'll never get to talk to her again. Um, uh, my Aunt Teresa uh, passed away yesterday. She was 93 years old, so, so she was up there, you know. She, she lived long and... And, and very prosperous life. And I, I'm sitting here trying to push on the content of the show. You know, this this was 20. Look at the show about 20 minutes in. And so I've been trying to push it in, pushing this, 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 this comedy and these, these jokes and this information on you folks. But um, I love you guys. I, I want to say that. I love my followers. I love my fans. I love my folks. All of you don't have to be here. And you choose to be. And for that, I truly want you to know that I will forever be grateful. Um... I'm very proud of the leaps and, and, and bounds that, that I'm hoping to, to move this into a direction for you guys. And um, I, I just, I ask you guys to, to pardon me um, while I'm kind of, I didn't, I was trying my hardest not to let it sink in, and then it sunk in, and now it's sunk, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> I, I I don't really know what else to say or, or do. I, I just, like, really want to just go lay on my wife's boob and um, uh, be left alone. But I love you guys so much um, that I wanted to make sure that I delivered the show for you. So, um. I'm sorry that I have to cut it a little short um, tonight. Next week, I'm telling you, I, I'm going to do um, my best and my damnedest. I'm going to start giving you guys the best content possible. Um, and, and again, I thank you for everyone that has been here, whether it's been day one or day a thousand and one. I appreciate you. I love you. And um, thank you uh, for listening to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt. 
and we will be here for you guys. And hey, I always remember, if you ever need somebody to talk to, if you ever feel like you're going through too much, you ever feel like life is just kicking you in your ass and, and you want somebody to, to, to kick life's ass back for you a little bit, feel free to hit me on on, on my Twitter page at Joe Moffat Show. Please contact me at my email address, uh, Show at gmail.com. And, of course, any of our Twitter outlets, you know, uh, Big Joe Moffat, um, Poly, uh, the Polymore Lodge, that's something coming later on as well. Um, Big Daddy's House, that's something else that's coming later on as well. Um, the list goes on and on. But uh, thank you guys for always being here. And um, there it is. I appreciate you. I love you. To my team, I'll always miss you, darling. And uh, I'm sorry that I wasn't anywhere around these last few years.